0: So, talking about death, and we've discussed about ah, transitions and how to help people in their transitions and find the light and let go of fear, let go of attachments. Let's talk a little bit and discuss after-death experiences, because if people are living in fear. Of I don't know what's going to happen am I alone so a few after death experiences and you and I have both had them because we're mediums Mm -hmm. and maybe that'll help people
1: know they're not alone (laughs) Yes, and I, I've had a few times, of course, I was born dead. But I don't remember too much about that, but uh, the, the, I, I died when I was, but just about died when I was about four when I swallowed a clopper pip. It was like an avocado-type thing, but different. I, I can't remember exactly because I was so small. Maybe I was three. I really, We were eating this fruit, and everybody was so excited to find it, and I went oh, like that, and it went into my throat. And I remember, I can remember just uh, starting to fall, And as I fell, I was just going back into this incredibly vast, beautiful energy. I I knew that energy, but I was just like slipping backwards. My dad said he turned and saw me going purple, and picked me up by the feet and hit me on the back. And luckily, I popped it up. So, um, and there are a lot of people who have been through the light. You know, people who have had death experiences or near death experiences, and um, they we everything that people talk about is this incredible vastness of going into the oneness and then beyond that we've got other things that we've had people speaking with us about on the other side yeah
0: i've um i on the other side i the thing that uh reaches me is the the of course the vastness of love mm. and it's um When we say the word vast, it isn't even possible in our minds at this time to understand absolutely the vastness. I mean, it's so much more vast than our minds can comprehend. And within that vastness and within that light is all this love. And all this love has no judgment. So don't worry about it you know, putting a poster paper on your forehead saying she doesn't deserve this or he doesn't deserve this. No, you're going to the love. You're going to the love. You're going to the love. Oh, so after-death experiences, um, I remember when uh, I got a telephone call, I was working at the BBC rehearsal rooms. I think we were doing, what were we doing? Oh, I can't remember. What was I doing? Oh, I can't remember. But anyway, uh, I was at the BBC rehearsal rooms in London when I got a call that my mother-in-law in in Scotland had died, and my husband was doing a film in Spain, Mm -hmm. and I knew we had to get the message to him, but I wanted to make sure he was given a plane ticket and the and taken to the airport so he could get home as soon as he got the news. So I was excused from work that day, and I went home, and I, uh, we had um, Maria, she was from Italy, spoke very little English, but she used to come once a week to Hoover and Dustin, and things like that. And I walk in the door and she goes, Oh, Mrs. Williamson, why you not tell me your mother-in-law is staying with you? And I went, Excuse me? She said, I'm in the bathroom and in walks your mother-in-law. And she says, Tell them I'm fine. Tell them I'm okay. And I said to her, Oh, she passed away this morning. She's not here. Well, that, of course... (laughs) Maria <laughs> but I was able to call my father-in-law and and when I picked up my husband at the airport and told him mm-hmm. that mama had already made a visitation and and my father did the same thing too. He uh, right the day he was dying, I was getting all these messages, so I mm. felt something there. and then after he died. He gave me instructions on how to take care of mother and what to do. Mm. And so, yes, we're not, we're not alone.
1: No, we're never, we're dead.
0: never, and we're never <laughs> dead. We're never dead. Just this incredible
1: spacesuit drops and dies, <laughs> but you know, we you, the energy of us goes on. And and um, uh, my aunt had a similar experience. She had a friend who was vacuuming in England. So many, so many experiences happened in England. Um, she was vacuuming and she saw her best friend coming to the front door, and she said, "Hold on a minute, I'll." Just she had like a screen door. She said, "I'll be there in a second. She went and the. the The woman smiled and waved to her and she went and turned it off. And as she turned it off, she got the call saying her friend had been killed in a car accident. And there are so many, um, you know, we have a lot of experiences working with people of people telling us that this is what somebody wants. Somebody, even small thing, this one guy was killed and his young wife um, wanted. she just wanted to be able to communicate with him because yes. people feel so alone and he, he kept saying give him the buckle give him the buckle and I said he keeps saying it's very strange but I don't know he keeps saying give him the buckle <laughs> and she said oh my gosh his brother always wanted that buckle and so she said, okay, now I know. And that usually very often what happens as mediums is we get something significant like that, that we couldn't know, that they've never said because we don't know the yes. people. And sometimes it's very small, but it's enough to make the people
0: know that their loved one is there. Exactly. I had a, a woman come to see me after her husband died and... Um I didn't know what it was about. She just booked a session with me and came in and I could see her husband behind her as oh. she came in. And he was very worried about her grieving because mm. she didn't, I guess, it's hard. Um, and you know, she, the loneliness and she did, She needed him to guide her in this. and So you know, th- as a medium there was some advice. her there. And then she kind of for a year got hooked on coming to see me to be with him. Mm -hmm. And then he said through me to her, look, would you get back to the book? I'm with you. You don't need to do this. Mm -hmm. Just get back to the book, get back to the book. And I didn't know she was a writer and she was, she had promised him she'd do a book on poetry or something. Mm. So... Yes, we're not dead. We just, we just drop our spacesuits. Yeah, we do. And,
1: but it's really hard when we've been so attached to seeing somebody there and having them there. Um, I, I know that with my mother, she came three times in dreams. And each time she was saying, darling, you know, you'll be okay, because we were very close. You'll be okay. Just be love. And she came. The third time she said to me, I can't come anymore for the moment because it's too hard making this transition. It was just after yeah. she died. And it usually takes them a little bit of settling in. Yeah. Um. She said it just takes so much energy to come, but just know that you are love. Just be love. I love you. And And that was the last time I heard or saw her for a little bit. And so just know that... All the loved ones who have died are around you. And your gift to them can be just loving them, loving their energy of who they were. Not the energy of where they were difficult or, or not nice, because we've all got those pieces of us. But the energy that you loved about them, those moments when you were with them, when they were amazing. I think that one of the difficult things with our culture, and I'm sure we'll talk about this more, is that we do expect people to be perfect in our eyes, what the way they should be on, like, Mother Knows Best or yes. one of the old TV shows, you know. And people are not, and um, I think that's why when Roseanne came out many years ago in the 80s that it was so popular because here was someone who was just being real. And... Um, uh, we have to remember that the person that we see th- that we loved is the one that we can really
0: most easily connect with. Yes. Yes. And I, as and you brought it up, that uh, who dies, this is what, you know, the book that Stephen Levine, you know, it's, it's we're dropping the spacesuit, mm-hmm. and the people that we love are going to drop the spacesuit. But that's what we got to do. That's, that's part love. of how the energy moves through. So um, there is an amazing woman doctor who um, was on the autism spectrum Mm -hmm. herself. Uh, She had Asperger's. And what an extraordinary woman. Uh, She was my mother's doctor for a while, and I absolutely loved her. And she would say, she'd be just very direct, and there'd be just no... (laughs) flowers about anything, and she'd say, when you have a something that makes you sad, just stop thinking about that and think about something that gives you such, oh, hi, kitty, such amount of warmth, and it could be a memory in the past, or it could be your kitty, like the one that's at the door. Shall I open the door yeah, for her? Yeah. yeah you don't mind, do yeah. you?
1: Well, if um, she wants, you want to okay. come in, Shanti? Hi, we include our animals in these
0: Always, <laughs> always. Hi, baby. Um. Anyway, so, and that really helps too. So, mm-hmm. you know, when you're thinking maybe or remembering somebody who's passed that you were so fond of, exactly what you were saying, go to a, a time that you had huge laughs. I mean, laughter is a great thing, and that'll take you straight out of that I miss so and so, Mm -hmm. of course. But, and,
1: they're always here. They're always here,
0: so you can always talk to them, you You know? And, you know, in the end, you get so used
1: to doing that that you don't need a medium or somebody yeah. who can access it. She's Isn't decided, she has decided, the kitty cat's decided that she wants to be a part of this show. Come that there she goes. <laughs> well, so wonder
0: who you were in a past
1: life. <laughs> <laughs> so, and the other, one, I just wanted to mention this one, talking about past lives, is that the people that we love, the people that we're most close to, we keep, keep reincarnating with and we have reincarnation families so you will never be without them you will find them again yeah in some different form so uh you, it's, have you have you heard about soul groups yeah that's what i'm talking okay, about that's it's, a, it's that's not what I'm... it's not the word i haven't used that but when i see it it's like um you drop a pebble in a water and the first the first group ring. of people first ring are the people that you're so close with that you the people that when you meet them you go oh Yes, I know you. I know you. And then there's another one that just a little bit further you go. It's a really deep connection, but and then it goes further up. But we, what I've seen is that we keep reincarnating with these groups of people, and then there are some people you meet and you kind of think, "Oh, they're really nice," but there's no connection, and that's because you really don't know them. So the the point really being though is that you never lose the people you love because you'll see them again.
0: I I absolutely agree. How about you, Miss Kitty? Oh, look at you sitting there. You agree, too? She's thinking about it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Fiona. Thank you, Shirley.